it's a prelude to persecution. It, it, it's, it's like what the Hutus were doing to the Tutsis in Rwanda as they built up to actually start broadcasting on the radio to exterminate the Tutsi cockroaches back in the 90s. It's like the Nazi anti-Semitic campaign. It's like the Bolsheviks' campaigns of hatred against the Christian churches and against the peasants, the kulaks, whose land they wanted to steal. And it's like the French Revolution, where the, the radicals built up hatred for the clergy, for nuns, for priests, and for religious believers as a preface, a prelude to killing 300,000 Christians during in, the, in 1792 and 93 in the Vendée. We've seen it before again and again and again. And if we keep paying for the rope they're going to use to hang us, we deserve to be hanged. Hey there, folks. Welcome to the show. I get to talk to John Zmirak for the whole hour. John, I want to rant for just a moment uh, about something I feel is important. Um, is it the Freemasons again? I've said no. It's th this is really it's interesting because I, I you know, I've been traveling around the country speaking everywhere. Uh, I was in San Diego last night. Uh, I was in uh, Albuquerque before that. I was in Los Angeles before that. I've been I've been speaking a lot, but during the last couple of weeks, we have seen um, some American companies do things that require require a response. Um, we saw Target um, really show its bitter contempt. For American families, American values, uh, certainly for Christians, we saw Anheuser-Busch show its bitter contempt. And when I say Anheuser-Busch, folks, we're not just talking about Bud Light. We're talking about all Budweiser products. Now they're doing this like macho thing with Harley Davidson. Who? It's a little late, folks. You had Dylan Mulvaney uh, with his pancake-covered stubble on, on your Bud Light cans. The contempt that these companies have for American citizens, American families, American values is unlike anything we've ever seen. But the worst of all is the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, you and I can talk about that for a moment. But I want to say, folks, if you are not willing to you call it what you want, boycott, avoid, if you ever spend a dime on an Anheuser-Busch product, any product, okay? Normally I would order a Stella Artois beer. Oftentimes I'd say, yeah, I'll have one of those. I will never have one of those again because that's an Anheuser-Busch product. People have sacrificed amazing things. So to say like, oh, my big sacrifice is I'm not gonna drink a Stella Artois, that is nothing. But we are so spoiled in America that even that is like, oh, well, I don't know. Who's gonna know? Who's gonna care? Any yeah, Anheuser-Busch product. Any Bud product, any Disney, if you ever spend a dime with Disney, Disney Plus, I don't care what your excuse is. The LA Dodgers, they're at the at the at the head of the pack. So we mentioned Target, but the LA Dodgers, the the, the level of contempt that they showed by having not just having Pride Night, which is now a clown show. Pride stuff is just a joke. It, they're just shoving an agenda down your throat, down your kids' throats. 
But what the Dodgers did, I, I can barely talk about it on the air. They well, they were going to give an award. They did give an award, I guess, or they're going to give an award to some really mentally group. disturbed sick people, some demonic I'll people who mock the, the crucifixion of Jesus of Nazareth in a way that is sexual and sick. It, there's no other word. It's demonic. So if if you ever go to another Dodgers game, or if you don't tell all your friends that you, ca you can't do that anymore, I mean, if you're not willing to sacrifice that, then we really are worshiping materialist gods. We are not worshiping the God of the Bible because we, we have never seen anything like this in public life in America, where these companies, the Dodgers, Target, Anheuser-Busch, Disney, there are others, but those are the four, that if, if you don't let them know you will pay a price for this, then in a sense, we are we are participating in our own destruction. I mean, I've just I've, I've simply never seen anything like this, and I and I have to talk about it. So forgive me, but I I have to say that it's a prelude to persecution. It it's 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 like what the Hutus were doing to the Tutsis in Rwanda as they built up to actually start broadcasting on the radio to exterminate the Tutsi cockroaches back in the nineties. It's like the Nazi anti-Semitic campaign. It's like the Bolsheviks campaigns of hatred against the Christian churches and against the peasants, the Kulaks, whose land they wanted to steal. And it's like the French Revolution, where the, the radicals built up hatred for the clergy, for nuns, for priests, and for religious believers as a preface, a prelude to killing 300,000 Christians during in, the, in 1792 and 93 in the Vendée. We've seen it before, again and again and again. And if we keep paying for the rope they're going to use to hang us, we deserve to be hanged. And I just want to reiterate, the, the, the Dodgers event is a bunch of disgusting, pervert drag queens who make sacrilegious fun of Jesus Christ, the Virgin Mary, and all the mysteries of the Christian faith, not just Catholics, everybody, every Christian. But the thing is, the problem, John, is people cannot imagine how vile it is. I mean, right. I did a hit on Newsmax last week where they played a video. And it's one of these things, it's so sick. It's like when you talk about the Marquis de Sade, it's like people don't understand how evil. It is so evil and so sick that if you look at it, it'll mess you up. It's so sick. It and, and people in America were so nice, were trained to be nice that we think, oh, well, oh, well. I, I'm just telling you, folks, we, we a line has been crossed. These companies that I've mentioned, they've crossed the line. If you do not respond, it's on you. I, I, I brought this up recently, John, that, you know, in the Montgomery bus boycott, the, the, the black people in Birmingham walked miles to work rather than get on those buses. They said, we've got to make a point. This is despicable. This is wrong. A line has been crossed. We are now going to take action. And they sacrificed tremendously. These are working class people with hard jobs who said, we're going to walk. We're going to figure out a way to get to work. We're going to sacrifice. We're going to do what we can. They did it for a year, for a year, because they were morally right. And they said, we've got to make a point. And it took that long. It took that yeah. long for them to win. And so you now have a country where we're so comfortable that we're unwilling to do just what I've said. I mean, to not shop at Target, to not ever spend a dime with Disney ever, 
to not ever spend a dime with the LA Dodgers, not spend a dime on an Anheuser-Busch product. Folks, if you do not make an example of these companies, I want to be clear, if you don't make an example of these companies, every other company will do this. Every other company will spit on you, will spit on the cross, will spit on the flag. They don't, they don't care. They, they've gone crazy and they will do anything and say anything to, to appease the woke mob. And I'm here to tell you, if, if they're going to do that, which they have done, you need to give them some pushback. And I, and I don't normally talk like this, but I, am, I, I just can't believe what I've seen with my own eyes. I can't believe it. Eric, I want to reiterate what Disney did. Disney, Disney has done countless things, but the latest thing is they have a TV series about a teenage girl who has an affair with Satan, falls in love with him, and gets pregnant with his child. And this is presented as, oh, funny and cute. If Do you want those people anywhere near your kids? Um, well, when I, again, you know, what you're, you're making the point is that Americans, and this is the point of my book, Letter to the American Church, on some level, we are, we're so spoiled, we're so blessed that we just can't imagine that we would ever need to take action or do anything. We kind of think, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. There's evil in the world, folks. And by the grace of God, in his mercy, he's allowed it to come to our doorstep to wake us up. And so the things that we've seen, what you just said, John, that's Disney, folks. That's if you don't send them a message, if you don't let them know and let every American corporation know, when you start messing with our kids, it is game over. We will never spend another dime with you, Disney, another dime with you, Target, another dime with you, L.A. Dodgers, another dime with you, Anheuser-Busch, for daring to put a transvestite on Bud Light. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I never thought I'd be that guy talking about this kind of stuff, but well, I'll let's just—it's amazing. Let's just make the comparison, Eric. The stuff, the sisters of perpetual indulgence, the pornographic drag queens to imitate Catholic nuns—the stuff they do is every bit as hateful as anything that blackface minstrels used to do to make fun of Africa. It's much America. more hateful. It's much—it's much more hateful. We're—we're going to go to a break. We've got the full hour with John Zmirak. It is much more hateful. Folks, I promise you, this is serious. I, I hope you'll take it seriously. This is very important. I'm sorry to tell you, but you're on the hook. Uh, if you participate in this stuff, you're to blame for what's happening in the country. We have a choice to make. We'll be right back. Folks, welcome back. We're talking to John Zmirak, Z-M-I-R-A-K. John Zmirak, I want to tell you, as I crisscross this great country of ours, uh, which is going to hell very quickly unless people do something about it. Uh, people say to me, hey, would you tell John Zmirak how much we love him? And I said to them, uh, no, I, I refuse to do that. So I just want to be very clear. I refuse to pass along that love to you, John Zmirak. Nonetheless, uh, everywhere I go, somebody says that. So thank you, John Zmirak. Thanks for being on this program today. We were just talking about how vital it is. But I, I, I say this because I know myself and I know most Americans, we want to let this stuff go. If you ever spend a penny on an Anheuser-Busch product, folks, that's Stella Artois, that's Budweiser uh, and a few other products. If you ever spend another dime with Disney, if you ever go to LA Dodgers game, uh, I think the Angels, you know, they play uh, in the area. You can go to an Angels game. Uh, if you ever spend a dime with Target, folks, if we do not send a message to the particular companies that have shown a special contempt for you and your families, 
and American values, then we deserve what we get. And, and I really, the question is, do we have the fight in us just to do this? This is not asking much, but I, no. I want to tell you, you, you need to remind yourself of what they are doing to you and to your kids and to this country. If you don't send them a message, um, then it's on you. And so I want to be real clear, folks. I beg you to stand firm in this stuff. Eric, I want people to understand this is not, there are some crazy executives that these individual companies uh, spontaneously doing crazy stuff. Uh, people need to understand what is behind this. There's an organized campaign to replace Christianity with a new false religion, a new gospel, which is the religion of the Antichrist. It is that clear and that organized. Uh, the so supposedly diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, anyone who uses the word diversity in any context, pretty much, you know, oh, okay, they're part of the cults of the Antichrist. I'm sorry, it's that clear. You Even get if they don't know it. I mean, that's right. the point, is that they most of them explain. don't know it. Chick-fil-A, foolish, naive yeah. Chick-fil-A has a diversity and equity uh, and inclusiveness officer or something like that. That's right. how bad it is, ladies and gentlemen. All right, That's so let, let, me, let, me, let me just explain what's going on here. They are trying to take one aspect of the gospel and put it in a laboratory and grow it into, into a new body of Christ. It's like if you took an ear and you, and you cloned it, and you made a giant ear to replace a human being. They are taking our compassion for the underdog, which is a part of Christian ethics and Christian culture, and they are making it into a fetish so that if drag queens were once discriminated against for dressing up as prostitutes, uh, now we have to make them into a fetish. If, if, if pedophiles have long been rightly despised, they are the next ones that are going to be glamorized and made wonderful and fabulous. And if you don't think that's true, ask yourself why Connecticut just passed a law moving towards legalizing pedophilia. Connecticut just did that last week. We reported I didn't on know it. That, John. I, did, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. They're gradually dismantling the cultural and legal barriers to men molesting kids. And a lot of this transgender thing of targeting children and asking seven-year-olds about their sexuality, it is all by way of dismantling the barriers to, to molesting children. And I want to point out that the earliest gay, gay liberation groups in the 50s and 60s explicitly supported sex between men and boys. They were subsequently shoved aside by the mainstream LGBTQ My Name is Legion movement, but they, it has always been there as a subtext because unfortunately it's part of gay culture to look for young, look for new, look for fresh. And that has, and oh, by the way, 40% of adult male gay men say they were initiated into sex by a man who was older while they were underage. In other words, John, they were molested. Say, say that they again, 40% in the last survey I saw, and I can find this, 40% of adult gay men say they essentially they were molested by men while they were still underage. Now they don't call it that. They they call it their sexual initiation. They call it their their entry into the lifestyle because of Stockholm syndrome. Because of Stockholm syndrome. So 
this is a culture of sexual molestation that we're seeing that is being mainstreamed by a, a conspiracy of America's elites who want to introduce a new false religion to replace Christianity. If you see the rainbow flag at your church, you should never darken the door again. You might. It's like seeing the goat with the inver inverted pentagram. Um, and I'm grateful to that designer who worked for Target, who actually drew Satan with a pentagram, with the horns, saying Satan respects pronouns. Well, yes, Satan does respect pronouns. He especially wants you to use the pronoun they. Uh, my name is Legion, for there are many of us. When, when the transgenders started using they as their pronoun, I was brought right back to the gospel, to, to the, the, the man possessed by demons who Christ asked his name, and he said, my name is Legion, for there are many of us. Now, to be fair, I did used to do that on name tags at parties. I would just write, hello, my name is Legion. But I was just kidding around. I was just messing with people. Well, this um, is so long ago. I mean, the fact is that part of, part of this conversation, John, is to help people understand where we are right now. Where yeah. we are right now, and, and, and people have to process this. This is not optional. We have to understand where things have gone. The demonic is out in the open. You can look away, but I want to tell you, folks, uh, you're responsible if you don't deal with this, if you don't respond to this. Just as I keep saying in my book and in my talks, a letter to the American church, the Germans, they did the same thing. They didn't want to know where this was going. And they looked away. They looked away. They looked away. People like Bonhoeffer said to them, no, no, no. You've got to understand if you do not do something now, if you don't face what's happening now, you will be responsible for allowing this to take over German culture. That is exactly what happened. The death and camps were the result of good people saying, I don't want to deal with this. Just let me live my life. That's right. And remember, the devil always comes as an angel of light at first. So because we live in a profoundly Christian culture, the devil comes to us as it's all about compassion. It's about inclusion. It's about reaching out to the marginalized and the oppressed. That is the, the camel's nose under the tent. And as soon as, as soon as you accept that, they're going to be having satanic, blasphemous drag queen rituals in your church mocking Christ. It is that clear. They are impatient. They can barely hold themselves back. Um, liberal Catholic groups that in the past just said, we just want to be tolerated and have same-sex couples get blessings. Now, they're supporting these, these, these nun drag queens who, who, who engage in sacri sacrilege and blasphemy. But again, it's going to come under the face of compassion. Anyone who tells you you can't criticize billion-dollar companies and Harvard and Twitter and Google because that's not what Jesus would do. That person, whether right. he knows it or not, is a servant of Antichrist. And that's what my column, I've got a column at the stream, which is funny but also alarming and serious, which, which deals with this. It's called Mock the Woke Cult of Antichrist and Taunt Its Priests of Baal. So okay, I, I want at stream.org, folks. Yes, yes. Find Zmirak, Z M I R A K. This piece, John, I really sometimes I can't believe what I'm reading. And this is why I have you on because 
people need to understand what is happening right now. Like we're not, we're not exaggerating folks. That's the problem. We're not, we're begging you to understand we're not exaggerating. This is really happening. And so if you look away, you're participating in it. So the title of the piece again, mock the woke cult of antichrist and taunt its priests of Baal. Okay. Okay. So people often still on some level ask themselves, what would Jesus do in this situation? And I would like to remind them that in some situations, Jesus would call, would confront the people with power, the people with authority, the people with money and influence, and call them children of hell, blind guides, a brood of vipers, and whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead man's bones and all uncleanness. That's from Matthew 23, 13 to 34. So anybody who tells you that if you're critical, if you're harsh, if you're firm in rebuking powerful people promoting evil, you tell them, tell it to Jesus Christ. And tell by it the way, the, the, the Jesus version, that's the cleaned up version we read in the Bible. We forget how strong it was at the time. Uh, this is the biblical mandate, folks. Uh, we'll be right back talking to John Zmirak. Welcome back. We're talking to John Zmirak. John, the title of your piece at stream.org is... Mock the woke cult of Antichrist and taunt its priests of Baal. Mock, mock the woke. Right. Let, let, let me just read you a couple of a couple of short passages that really convey it. Jesus spoke spoke truth to power and afflicted the comfortable. He also spoke mercy to weakness and comforted the afflicted. You don't see him accusing the penitent adulteress or rejecting the outcast tax collectors or scorning Samaritan women. Nor do you see him chatting amicably with Herod, patting Pilate on the back and reassuring him, or cozying up to the Sadducees. That's for progressive Christians today. It's their task to comfort the comfortable, to step forth and minister to the paper cuts FBI agents endure when they persecute pro-lifers or peaceful January 6th protesters or moms who speak up at school board meetings. Anybody who, who tells you you're being unchristian by confronting Disney or Anheuser-Busch, uh, that person is serving the Antichrist. That person is trying to say that Jesus would have cozied up to Herod and Pilate and the Sadducees. That person is the enemy of the gospel. And when and I thought I thought it was very interesting the never Trump Christians, the Russell Moores and the David the David Frenches, they all defend George Soros and Disney and Google and Harvard and the Associated Press and the New York Times, but they warn us about the threat of like backwoods preachers in trailer parks who maybe go off the rails a little bit and, and misinterpret the book of Revelation. They warn us about the weak. They, they're very, very vigilant about small, maybe slightly misguided, faithful Christians, but they defend the powerful and the rich and the influential because they want there are 30 pieces of silver. In fact, they've already spent it. And so they they, they need to really build up I, their I silver. I say that, um, you know, look, uh, I well remember being one of the cowards going along, going with the flow and thinking that people like John Zmirak were just too way too radical. And, and I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm speaking to those of you uh, who are, maybe squishy on this right now and and I'm I'm begging you as someone who was like that you, you need to wake up or you're complicit you need to understand what is happening in the culture and you need to join arms with those 
who are fighting against it. I don't know that we'll win, but if we do not fight, we will surely lose. This is something that it's going to affect our children. It is affecting our children right now. There are people right now in America who would not identify as Christians or conservatives. They're dealing with this garbage in their lives. They're trying to make a buck, trying to pay their bills, trying to raise their kids. And they're dealing with this demonic stuff. And they have no one championing them, no one standing up for them. That's the role of the church, I would say. It's the role of anyone with common sense. See what is happening and deal with it. If the Germans had woken up five minutes earlier to the wickedness of the Nazis and stood against it, it would have prevented the, the satanic nightmare of the death camps. But they said, not yet. We're not radical. Not yet. We don't, we don't want to go up against it. Not yet. And Eric, I want to point out that the Nazis were not openly anti-Christian either. In fact, they weaponized and corrupted aspects of Christianity and Christian culture to fool people. They, they didn't weaponize compassion and reaching out to the underdog. They weaponized, oh, we love the family. We love traditional morality. We hate communism. We love the patriotism. We love the heroic virtues of the past. And people said, oh, look, see, they're pretty Christian, exactly the way they're saying it about Disney and Anheuser-Busch and everybody who talks about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Right. You are falling for the devil's next mask. He peeled off the Nazi mask. He's done with it. Now he's got a different mask. It's like the same 18-year-old coming to your door over and over again on Halloween trying to get candy with different masks and the same clothes. How many times are you going to fall for it? What, are you stupid? So in my piece at Stream.org, I just want to emphasize this is a fun, funny piece because I can make talking about the Antichrist fun. Um, <laughs> talk Folks, about trust me, he can and he has and he does. Uh, and you this need to piece, read it and share it with your friends. Please share it on social media. This piece, I got a press release about a book called Black People Breathe, which I did not know. I thought that Black people had gills and lived under the sea. I did not know they breathed yeah, we, air. We didn't realize until we saw the title of that book, how would we? How could we know? That's how right. No pale, one tells us. How could pale people know unless we saw the book? Yeah, uh, we people so it's a very important book. It's called Black People Breathe. Right. John, I mean, it's so funny. But let me I get into this. this I thought, you. I think you're making this up, but you, you're not making it up. This okay. is real. So in the book, Black People Breathe, uh, this woman with a Harvard MBA who is a specialist in yoga breathing techniques, she explains how breathing exercises can help Black people deal with the toxic, suffocating racism and hate to which they're constantly subjected in every aspect of life in America. And then the press release goes on, but especially in Florida, because the NAACP issued a travel advisory that Black people should not go to Florida because Florida rejects their contribution and their sacrifice. Why? Because Florida outlawed abortion and opposes transgenderism and because they don't like Ron DeSantis. So Florida is dangerous, not Baltimore, okay, look, not, not gotta, as Gary, we go to the break here, Let's just let's underscore this, folks. People are nuts. And if they disagree with you, the easiest thing to do is, is, is to say, oh, you're a racist because you're not going along with Drag Queen Story Hour. You're a racist because, because, because th that's where we are. We'll be right back talking to John Smirak.
We're talking to John Zmirak. John, you've written a number of pieces at stream.org. People need to find these pieces. People need to share these pieces. People need to subscribe to ericmetaxas.com where we send you videos of this conversation so you can share it on social media. We need your help in spreading the word. John, please continue. Well, here's a passage from the article I want to share. People have sometimes suggested that I am mean-spirited for throwing my tiny pebbles at the Antichrist juggernaut as it rolls right over us. Such people are keen to stay on the good side of the powerful, to kiss up and kick down, as the Gospels teach us to do somewhere. You know, it's probably in there, right? Probably in, probably <laughs> in the Gospel of Thomas or the Gospel of Judas, but we don't have time to look it up. Kiss up, kick down, as your father does in heaven, right? Uh, so... In this, this crazy book, the press release said, well, given that Florida is now a racist dictatorship where Black people are not welcome, if you have to travel through Florida, here are some breathing exercises you can do to keep from losing your head and, and going crazy as you go through the fascist state of Florida with now, racism now, excuse me. everywhere. Excuse me. Just to be clear, folks, if you're tuning in, John Zmerich is not making this up. He wrote about this. This is real. People are this unhinged that this woman who is a Harvard MBA wrote a book and has has done videos. And John, you write about this and you mock it, but we're mocking something that's real. This is absolute. These people are so unhinged that that they are actually, you know, they're talking about this like it's a real thing. And. This is not some marginalized, disadvantaged person self-publishing. She's a Harvard MBA from an crackpot conspiracy theories about systemic racism through Random House. Random House is publishing this. They have a fancy PR agent. These are the powerful. The, the, the woke people are the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They are Herod. They are Pilate. And we should talk to them and treat them the way Jesus treated the Pharisees and the Sadducees and Herod and Pilate. We should not... We should not pretend to be compassionate to the powerful. We should not be bandaging the fingers of FBI agents who got paper cuts persecuting pro-lifers. It is absolute madness. It is the devil totally addling our wits and turning us into his puppets. And he is laughing at us from the pit of hell. And I, I want to have fun and laugh a little bit back. So I actually included one of these videos from Black People Breathe with the woman showing you breathing exercises you can do when you encounter systemic racism. I would like to suggest if you believe in systemic racism, you should try not to breathe except when you see evidence for systemic racism. Just don't breathe until you see that evidence. Hold out, hold your breath. It's just because the you're hardest not gonna get to it. believe is that people are this crazy. Like there are people this crazy and they're 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 being published by random house like imagine the, the 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 imagine the souls of the people at random house who said yes we want to publish this book no this is real we want to publish this book i mean that's where we are in america today folks well it's a new religion it is a new religion that is replacing christianity and again it's a cancer it's a tumor so it has to have some christian dna the fact that it talks about the marginalized and the oppressed, that's why it works. That's how it fools our immune system. That's how the tumor prevents our white blood cells from killing it. It pretends 
to be Christ-like. That's why it works. I would no. That's why the Antichrist was never going to be someone who's obviously evil. Saint Paul said it would fool even the elect if there were enough time. That's so. When you hear something that has a good spiel, that has a Christian veneer, and it's just off on one or two things, that is the most evil thing possible. Like if you made a rat poison that looked like a child's cereal. That was actually on an episode of Impractical Jokers. <laughs> they made, they, they jokingly made a rat poison packaged like children's cereal. That is obviously worse than something that says rat poison. It has a picture of a dead rat on it. Well, the woke cult of Antichrist is something that has a happy Christian, compassionate veneer on it. It talks about Genuine evils, just ones that were gone a long time ago. So we're going to stop slavery now. We're going to stop segregation now. Wait, those things don't exist anymore. Shut up. No, no, we're on, we're on a roll. We're, we're going to stop segregation of, uh, pet, of, of minor addicted persons. That's the new euphemism for pedophiles. Minor addicted persons, and there are academics using it. They don't, say minor Brown attracted, they don't say minor attracted persons. Yeah, minor attracted persons. Oh, I, thought minor attracted. I thought you said addicted. Minor Sorry, no, minor persons. attracted persons. Yeah. Atanji Brown Jackson is on the Supreme Court. She used that term. She gave light sentences to pedophiles. So it's already on the U.S. Supreme Court. We see where the Democrats are. And unfortunately, Donald Trump is not helping when he defended Disney in order to attack Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump needs to know if he betrays us on this, we will take him down. And I'm going to go repeat, I'm gonna repeat myself, folks. Disney, if you ever spend a dime with Disney, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, you you've got to draw a line in the sand now. This is it. What Disney has done and is doing every day, you might not know about it. I have friends that so, said to me, I just saw something at Disney. I couldn't believe it. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm glad you saw it, but you should have known about this a year ago. Disney, Anheuser-Busch, Target, the Dodgers, they have... They pulled out all the stops. They are absolutely uh, on a mission to destroy American families, to come for your kids. Now that sounds like crackpot stuff. That's the kind of stuff in the past when people said that I said, oh, come on, come on. Well, we're there now. And I've become one of those people who is just begging you, if you don't see it, uh, you, you're part of the problem. It is utterly vital that not just you understand this, but that you tell your friends about this. Let's remember all the big companies in Nazi Germany went along with the Nazis too. They built the equipment for the death camps. They built the tanks to invade Poland. They went along, they made money off of it and people didn't boycott them. People, you know, oh, well, you're going to say that the Porsche company is somehow evil. You're, you're, you're going to say that the Krupp arms manufacturer is somehow evil. Yeah. Yeah. They, these are the well, kind they're of they're the ones that are that are making these things possible. But the point is, in America, we have a choice. But if we don't exercise this choice, if we don't get serious about this, we are part of the problem. And many people right now are part of the problem. We've got to we've got to deal with this. This is serious. We'll be right back. Final segment with John Smirak. Hey there, folks. Talking to John Smirak in hour two. We're going to encore my conversation with Floyd Brown, who is very, very tall in person, but on the radio. You can't tell. Um, okay, John, let's keep going. Okay, great. 
Um, I've got another piece at stream.org, which I think people will find fun. It's called Pope Francis's Pick. Cardinal Tobin issues incoherent call to disarm Americans. Uh, this is Cardinal Joseph Tobin of Newark, New Jersey, which if you don't know Newark, it is the murder capital of New Jersey, one of the most dangerous places to live in America, uh, where ordinary people don't have the right to defend themselves because their Second Amendment rights have been taken away from them by the Democrats who run New Jersey and who run Newark. So the poor people, the Black people, the immigrants who live in Newark are forbidden to defend themselves against the violent crime that afflicts them every day because the Democrats in charge say, well, you should trust the police. And by the way, the police are racist. And by the way, we're going to cut the police's funding, but you should trust the police and we're not going to let you defend yourself. Cardinal Tobin of Newark issued a letter, which he's making a model. He's trying to get all the other Catholic bishops in America to weigh in to take away our Second Amendment rights. What I found particularly interesting about this letter is that he says, yes, Americans are granted Second Amendment rights by the Constitution. Notice, God doesn't give us the rights. The government gives us the right to have guns. He said, but we should give them up in a voluntary act of self-restraint. Well, that sounds like each of us individually should choose not to carry a gun. But no, that's not what he means. He means... We should pass laws that make it illegal to have a gun. And if you have one, the police come with guns and put you in prison. That's not voluntary self-restraint. That's called coercion and government force. So this lying sack of garbage who is called Cardinal Tobin is saying it's voluntary self-restraint for the police to come to your house and arrest you and take you to prison. This, this is what I'm talking about when the devil comes disguised as an angel of light. And what I especially love is that Cardinal Tobin lives in a literal palace, bishops get palaces, um, on donated money. And it was revealed, uh, an investigative reporter, George Newmeyer, revealed that Cardinal Tobin had a young, handsome Italian actor uh, who posts semi-naked pictures of himself all over Instagram, living at his at his palace for no reason. Like there's no reason why you have to have a handsome, muscular Italian model on staff to be a Catholic bishop. I mean, there, it's not part of the job description. But I Cardinal know. Tobin had this boy toy, apparent boy toy, living there, and there was a scandal where Cardinal Tobin wrote on Twitter, "Nighty night, baby, I love you," on Twitter, and people said, "Well." Who is a cardinal who's supposed to be celibate? Who is he saying, nighty night, baby, I love you? And Cardinal Tobin said, oh, that was my uh, sister. How is it possible <laughs> that Cardinal Tobin became a cardinal and is allowed to be a cardinal in the Catholic Church? This is- Because Pope Francis is an enemy of the Catholic Church and an enemy of Christ. He's not the antichrist because he's too dumb. But he is he is a fake Catholic. I think he's a communist agent who was in the ranks for all those years, rising his way to the top so that he could destroy the Catholic Church from within. That's my opinion about Pope Francis. So whatever he says, I tend to do the opposite because I think he's a wicked imposter. He is literally the Pope. He has the office of Pope, but he's an evil man as Dante. Dante, when he wrote the Inferno, put the Pope who who of his day in hell. Already, we, uh, we wanted to end on a positive note, and there you have it, Dante, have Pope it. in Hell. 
uh, the Cardinal of uh, New Jersey, Newark. Tobin Newark, uh, is uh, is a problematic figure. John, just always uh, very informative. We are just grateful for you, John Zmirak. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Eric. God bless. Folks, this is your daily reminder to please go to MyPillow.com or MyStore.com. And to get huge savings, use the code ERIC. If you don't believe me, here are some celebrity friends. Mama said to use the code ERIC. Use the code ERIC. Eh. 